this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Happy New Year! Welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, episode 14. This is actually the last episode of this season, and I wanted to call it How to Not Start the New Year. So good morning. It is a lovely and rainy January 1st here in Hawaii, and um, I wanted to make this episode the first on this Saturday compared to yesterday, uh, instead of reflecting on the past, I wanted to kind of more look forward to the year that's coming. And both are important, but as a life coach with my clients, we focus 10% on the past and 90% on the future. So I thought, well, I'd like to uh, implement that and the same perspective in this episode, which is... um, Just more of a looking forward kind of episode, I guess. So I call this episode how not to start the new year because I believe a lot of people tell you what to do and how to start it. And so first of all, that's something that you need to figure out yourself. So you can listen to people, how they do it. You can, you know, like receive advice and that's okay. But I will say, first of all, before I start, that it really boils down to yourself, what you need, what you want, because people want so many different things in their lives. So, you know, I'm sharing this perspective, and if that's not for you, then that's totally fine. And if there's a couple of things that you like with this episode, then, you know, like, take what you feel speak to you. And if you think it might um, be a value to someone else, then, of course, feel free to to share the Let's Train Your Brain podcast with your loved ones. I think one of the things that I've seen for myself when it's about starting a new year, talking about resolutions, is that usually my goals, they were to eat healthier and train more. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that. And I bet the reason for that is because I always thought, oh, there's always room for improvement. So kind of thinking, should it be a goal or just more so a lifestyle? I guess that's, you know, a a question I can ask myself and reflect upon. But a lot of the time I realized that I never really accomplished a goal. And so what was that? Well, first of all, it wasn't really a step-by-step goal. I simply just set out this sentence as midnight passed and I didn't really uh, plan it. And second of all, I wasn't really motivated for it. It sounds nice to have this certain goal, but since it was a new year, I should let my guilt fuel me to change. That's kind of how it felt. I felt, oh, it's been the Christmas season. And and I guess, lastly, I, I wasn't necessarily looking inwards. I was looking more outwards, you know, how I look, how that would look for other people. 
Um, and I'll get, I'll definitely get more back to this within this episode. So just kind of introducing a little bit uh, first. So I think taking the time to reflect upon the year that has been can be very helpful and kind of it, you can see where you want to either keep on going or if you want to change the direction of your life. Uh, it also tells you what you accomplished and what you didn't accomplish. So for me, the word accomplishment is really, it's a really great word. And I really believe in setting goals and hitting them. But I think something that I've grown into liking more is the idea of more the the lifestyle, not just jumping from goal to goal, but just finding a sustainable, sustainable way to live. Um, so instead of, I'm for me, not necessarily making a lot of big goals that I want to check off, but more so what in my life do I want to, uh, to work on to just let the everyday life be more enjoyable for me. What am I missing? So maybe smaller goals is where I'm, uh, what I'm aiming for. Uh, but maybe that's not what you're aiming for. I mean, and that's okay too. Um, the problem I think is when this time of reflection, looking back on your life, for some of us, uh, it can rather make us feel like a failure. And because the last two years, there's been a lot of, you know, like changes because of COVID. Maybe nothing has really changed for you, or maybe you had a lot of goals and you didn't really accomplish in your eyes any of them. Um, it can be really hard and you can just end up with feeling like a failure because maybe all you did was simply to survive. So if this is you, I want to kindly ask you to try to let the past year just be. It's done. Now you're here. Uh, this is all we have. I think for, if I look back and I'm, if I'm just going to give out a random year, say 2017, 2016, at the top of my mind, I can't really remember all the things that happened. I'm sure if I look, look back at my photos, I'm able to see what actually happened that year and, you know, think of good memories or challenging memories. Um, but one year in the grand scheme of your whole life isn't that much. And the things we learn when we go through challenge can also be very powerful. So uh, if you're feeling not the best about the past year, then I really urge you to try to just let it be. Maybe it wasn't the best year and, and that's, that's okay. As I was scrolling on social media yesterday before we entered the new year, I saw a lot of people uh, sharing their accomplishments, I think it's really awesome to see what people have achieved and goals they have, they once set and now they met it. But that doesn't mean we all feel that way, kind of going back to what I said, and maybe that makes you feel really bad. Personally, the last year was a wild ride. As I was reflecting upon it, it was simply <laughs> too much to take in. My husband and I talked about it and I really struggled to put the whole year together. There's been so many changes and moments that it was hard to make up a summary. And I think 
it really was equally as amazing and as it was hard. The lowest lows and the highest highs. And I think we both hope that this year will be a bit more stable with not as many surprises. So how not to start the new year? First of all, you can start the new year exactly as you want. Maybe you just want to continue how you ended last year. Maybe you want to be more diligent, consistent to get to a certain goal or idea. But as this podcast is about personal development, how we can grow together, I, I still want this episode to be about taking action. So I wanted to share five bullet points for you today that you can take with you in the back of your mind. These are not magic or just fancy words, but hopefully they can be tangible action steps for 2022. So the first one is to let go. Don't start the year off with holding on to areas where you are stuck. And this can be, and I rather want to say this is harder than it sounds, to let go of what's holding you back. We all have areas of stuckness, and these are usually, usually the areas I work with clients to overcome. Uh, we all have them. Everything from procrastination, maybe you like to shop too much, and healthy habits that often makes us feel guilty and less than, can be struggles with sleep, food, exercise, people-pleasing, addiction, and as mentioned before, I am no doctor, so if uh, you struggle with addiction, substance abuse, it's definitely something you should talk with your doctor and therapist about. But I will say something that I see through my life and, and for a lot of others that usually the things that we are stuck with we will be stuck with until we do something with it. So if you have struggled with people-pleasing all your life, that will probably not change until you do something with it. That's just the hard truth of it. On a positive note, there's ways to work around it. So that's good to know. So, how do we let go? Letting go, it's hard. And I read this book that it take, can take up to 66 days to get into a new habit. Um, but bullet point number two is to ask yourself, is taking this specific action this way, is it healthy for me? And is it healthy for you? And it's, is it bringing you closer to your goal? Yes or no? It's fairly straightforward. Uh, just asking you is if you're taking this particular action, is it taking you to where you want to be? And you know in your heart if acting a certain way is helping you or not. So although bullet point number two is pretty clear, the struggle in the moment can be hard. And that's why bullet point number three is to write down why this area that you're trying to work on is important for you. Because sure, you know what your goal is and sure, you know if you should do it or not, but what is your reasoning behind it? And this helps when you're in the moment and emotions take over. This helps us activate our left brain, which is more the rational, analytical, logical brain. Uh, so what you 
can do is to write down a list of arguments of why you want to change this. It can even look like a letter to yourself where you care so much about yourself and the life ahead and maybe that your family members said, this is the change you want to do because. Or there's other ways, you know, like here is where you can be creative. Um, so that's bullet point number three. Number four is put yourself up for success. And when I'm saying success, that doesn't have to be any crazy big goals. It can be the little things. If you want to stop watch Netflix and get an hour more sleep, maybe move the TV out of the bedroom. Or agree with yourself, your roommates or your significant other that the TV will be turned off in the evening at this time. Of course, this is much easier when you have someone around you that can hold you accountable. So if you're living alone, perhaps you can ask a friend, family member to help you out with this. So that was number four, put yourself up for success. The last bullet point, and this is really more the wholesome perspective, I guess, of, of all this point, that is the state of how to work with the four bullet points. And that is to work from the inside out. The last bullet point is to work from the inside out. You can lose 10 pounds, but that can be with an unhealthy mindset. You can stop eating sugar because of pure guilt. You might say yes to a new job because within the realm of society, it makes sense, but it actually doesn't make you happy. Happiness isn't found on the outside. It isn't found on the way you look, the, ways your, the way your house looks, the way your job looks, the way your Instagram feed looks. Happiness is found within yourself when you are aligned. If you tell yourself why this year you want to change something, Tell yourself why in your heart it makes a difference to you. Do you actually want to change? And are you fully committed? Like I said earlier, I know for myself so many times when I want to change something and I go halfway in and that never works. Either we're in or we're out. Going back to bullet point two, is it good for you or is it not this specific action that you're taking? I think very often we make things more complicated than they are so that's kind of one of my goals with this podcast too to make it understandable to make it um, practical for you to to train your brain um, so kind of going back to the last bullet point of a more wholesome perspective um, you won't be happy because you find your dream guy Maybe for a little bit, but it doesn't last. You won't be happy because you're fit. You won't be happy because you landed your dream job. You won't be happy because you have a nice house. Working from the inside out means that you'll focus on your beliefs and your values. And over time, it will be easier for you to know when you are aligned and be your authentic self. As you continue to work on or work from this state of mind, it's easier over time to make habits that are long-lasting and in accordance with your belief system. You start trusting yourself. Because in reality, what happens is that the parts of you you want to change and develop isn't just a quick, 
isn't just a goal or a quick fix, uh, you know, a goal to check off your list, but it really is a way of living. A slow, step-by-step process where you learn how to truly love yourself. So, that being said, and to sum off today's episode, you should not start the new year out with this idea that a goal will bring you happiness. You should not start the new year out with this idea that you are defined by your past, regardless of what your 2021 looked like. You should not start the year out with this idea that change will be easy. It can look easy on how to get to your goal, but the process itself is complicated. That's why it's already something you might struggle with. Start this year with a focus on working from the inside out and see how it unfolds. And I'm sure if you do that, beautiful thing, beautiful things uh, will be shown in the months that lies ahead. This ends the last episode of season one. So stay tuned as season two is starting up next week. And feel free to subscribe and share this episode with a friend. And if you have any questions, send me a DM at let's.train.your.brain on Instagram. And that's about it. Have a good rest of the weekend. Bye.